Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Strange Planet Podcast, the strangest of all the podcasts on the strangest of all the planets. We are your hosts. This is Corey James and James May. And I'm Anthony Zevitek. And this week we are joined by a special guest. Sorry, somebody was trying to call me there. We are joined <laughs> by a special guest, uh, Jordan Hoover, a great friend of the show, will be sitting in with us to discuss today's topic. I don't know if he's there for you, but he's there for me. <laughs> Dude, you just messed up all my tags. You and Jordan switched, so the tags switched. <laughs> I had to drag everything around real fast. Oh. Oh, well, hello, never... Jordan. Yeah, it's it's good to be here with you boys. This is my first ever Zoom meeting. Nice. So I'm still oh, kind of... Welcome. Uh, yeah, I'm figuring out like the layout here, and I, I was thinking about it, and I'm pretty sure the last time I was on this pod we recorded in anthony's yard yard <laughs> the original <laughs> the, the og studio with the ambiance it was wonderful no, those yeah. were the best ones though when we were just sitting in the middle of the yard with the forest around us and a snowball in between us yeah oh i was telling i was telling jess about jordan joining us today and uh i said he he was on a show uh one time season one and then Corey uh, abruptly lost the entire episode. <laughs> Just gone. And it was, it, I, it, and I wasn't there because I was sleeping. Yeah. Oh. Well, that was, no, oh, yeah. We did, we did two. We did two episodes. We did a sports one and then we did like a Halloween one or something. And the sports one got lost, which yeah. was the one that he was there for. So. Which is the whole reason you right. even asked me on. So that, that's cosmic. It lines up. Right. There we go. Let's hope that doesn't happen today. <clears throat> Uh, thank you everybody for joining us on the YouTube um, and uh, or watching us at a later date at your uh, earliest convenience. We appreciate the views. We appreciate the likes and comments if you can give them. Uh, be a great friend of the show and do all those things for us. Share it. Share it up. Share it up. Tell your friends. Tell your grandmother. Tell everybody. Maybe don't uh, tell your grandmother. I don't know if this is your yeah maybe don't tell you not for not for at least this one I feel like depending on the demographic there you go I don't think um, great segue uh, uh, today's topic um, there's a lot going on in the United States um, if there wasn't already uh, a, a lot going on uh, in the wake of last week we um, talked about George Floyd um, and uh since last week's episode, there has been a just an an uprising of this of the nation of the downtrodden of the unheard, um, and the entire country has sort of gone into a protest uh, mindset. Uh, so today we want to kind of talk about everything that's been going on, and you know, and we're going to try and keep it civil here, and we're going to try and. Just like we should in life, we're going to respect each other, and we're all going to we're going to have a, a a good conversation here. Honestly, if I may interject on that, I I am normally the one to be devil's advocate, and there is none of that for me on this. Yeah, that's so. There, there you go. If none you, of that. So, yeah. like, if if ever you thought I was going to be serious, now's the time. I guess. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. For me personally, it's. It's different, and yeah. I feel badly that it's different for me because you can go back through casts, and I'll poke fun and make jokes. And Jordan, you and I have had um, over the ski bench, over the workbench, uh, conversations about this, about our privilege, and I'm all like, nah. But it's like fucking real, yeah. and this is even more. And and, and I, it was always real before, but I guess for me, I have to admit it's even more real at this point because I like to try to give people the benefit of the doubt when they try to like push it off with their excuses for being white. But there is no excuse when you when it comes to it. This is it's it's very there's no gray. I'm not yeah. gray anymore. There's right. no gray. And even in a light matter, 
Yeah. But that's my intake for my like, intro on that. It's yeah, like it's, there's it's, no light. It's been a long time coming. It's been building yeah. under the surface. And it seems like um, that that was, you know, George Floyd being murdered um, was the straw, you know, that broke the yeah. back. And, <clears throat> and it sucks that that's what it was that had to bring it to this. But there's been so many opportunities of other things that, you know, the black community has tried or the entire population of the United States have tried to show that this needs to stop. And this is where we're at now. Yeah. Corey, that was uh, that was very well said, um, because it is it's, you know, uh, everything has been tried. Um, Colin Kaepernick took it upon himself to find a nice way to try and bring light to the to the subject, and he was blackballed in his community of the NFL, and and uh, so you know what else are we going to do? Um, but last week, uh, the city of Minneapolis um, staged a, a protest, at, which began very peacefully, calling for justice for George Floyd, which is what we all wanted. Um, and that protest very quickly evolved into a standoff between the police department and the protesters. Um, a lot of kind of, you know, rioting and, uh, you know, civil unrest and police uh, brutality and, um, it's just a very uneasy time to be in that city. And uh, Jordan, I want to ask you first, uh, up, you know, when the, when the protests and the riots and, and all the violence started, what were your first thoughts? Um, well, my first thought personally was that I was embarrassed that I hadn't been paying more attention to this all along. And um um, you know, personally, I'm working through a lot of that and trying to be uh, more vocal and more aware and, and listening and learning as much as I can from people who have lived through this and, and have these experiences that I don't. Um, I, you know, it's, it's hard because I think a lot of what you guys already said is very true. And um, my, you know, my initial thoughts, I think, was just sort of like, it's like getting a, it's for me as, for me as a white person who doesn't have to deal with any of that kind of stuff on a day-to-day -day basis. And I feel safe in almost every aspect of my life. I think the initial, the initial thought was shock. It's almost like getting a bucket of ice water thrown on your face when you're asleep, even though it's been going on for centuries, this, this oppression has been going on for centuries to people that are all around us and we don't see it because we don't live it. I think that it was just really like a wake up call. And to me, it was just, I, I can't, I can't be quiet about it anymore. Yeah. And agreed. agreed. I, I can't like, all I can do is what I can do because I don't have that, that understanding of what it's like to be in that position, but I can listen and I can learn and I can try and talk to people and just try to come to a better understanding of what it's like and, and do my part to be a part of the movement. That's that's all I can really. That's all I can really do. Yeah, it's all we, we only can support. That's the only thing we can do. Um, the it kind of comes back to the social media thing. Is what stood out to me here. The, the bucket of ice water that was thrown. It's, like you said, it's kind of always been there, but not experiencing it as a white man you see the cell phone footage of it happening right in front of your face now and all these riots happening because of the police inciting them. it's out there instantly and there's no way to hide it anymore so it's nice it's not nice but that's what social media is it's 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 either a wildfire it's always a wildfire either it's a really positive wildfire or it's a really negative wildfire but at least right. everyone sees everything automatically right away on the surface and i think that's what kind of awoke this was you know those cops probably would have got away with it if it wouldn't have been caught on oh it. absolutely yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. My and sister, sorry oh, to right. interrupt. My no, sister ahead. sent me a, a link today of LL Cool J doing like a freestyle, a Black Lives Matter freestyle, and it was poignant. Like, just if you check it out, you know, there will be a link, whatever. But like, the point is, like you said, they would have the phone being there. You know, we, we've talked about the ills of social media, but it, it, in these instances and with the, with the protests and how I feel naive to sidebar a little bit there, but you had made the, you said about the police inciting the violence 100%. and what I've seen of other anarchists as the media says from what i've seen like i've been watching my local news and that's a fucking joke oh, yeah. but it's just like it's so i feel naive that i didn't realize they would plant cops there i no. really i i didn't and i'm i feel like a fucking moron for that because it's shit that you as much as like, I want to hate people as, as much as I want to hate people I'm not like oh yeah the fucking bastard cops are gonna put fucking people there to do it no I'm not I never yep. would have thought that like truly but it's true right. then you yep. in, in my opinion I guess that's my but you can see it I don't right. think it's an opinion at that oh point. no dude there's and thousands how, and thousands of and, and then and then mob rules come in like we're talking about protests it's not even like you can't even it isn't even a protest at that point it's inflaming the irritate the irritation that was already there like you're you're there under a a peaceful protest but that angst that fear that hate i'm yeah. not saying hate but it it breeds it all of those emotions are there and for every individual within that mob rules as soon yeah. as you see that violence, it becomes, and that's where the looting becomes in, yeah. incited. Like, it's not even like, no one said, let's fucking rob shit. Well, it was like, holy fuck, everything's broken. Right. I'm, you know what I mean? When, so I'm, When your government puts more value on their products and the things that you buy. Than, than shooting the human, you in the face. Than the human lives. <laughs> that's where right. it doesn't matter anymore. That's exactly. breaking the establishment. That's that, there's a reason. Yeah, uh, and that's a. I want to bring up the next point. Um, I want to talk uh, just really quickly, briefly. Give me give me ten words or less on um, kind of your th you you know what you feel about the looting because I'm going to start and I'm going to say like I honestly it's it's justified. And the, the, the community that has been, the, all the community has been taken away. We've been robbed for years. And, uh, you know, hey, everybody wants their piece of the pie. Next. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think that I'm at the place where I'm not, put, I'm not passing moral judgment on people that I don't know what their lives are like and how hard they have it. And I think that if you're doing that with, with no context of anything outside of your own home and your family and your life, you're getting it wrong. So I, I don't really say yes or no to that, that question, I guess. I just say that I'm not passing moral judgment on people that I don't know. There you go. James, James Corey. Anybody? Okay, I'll, I'll go. Um, you said 10 words or less. Yeah, so sorry, my, mine was way more no, than that. It's okay. No, it's okay, but I want to put it in. Here's one statement. I've listened to a lot of, like, anarchist punk in the last couple of days. And that's kind of my statement. On that. Okay. There you go. Simple enough. Any fan of the show will know what I that means. I was going to say, that's been... That's that's been since I had a brain was 12, you know, 12 years old. Was But, I mean, I always have, yes, of right. course. No, in the system. last... But to get ready for this, I've thought of that because I have repressed that. It's um, I'm going to be more than ten words. Okay, my full statement is is that like it is it like a 
I'm not, yeah, if you're there, like, that's what I just said, was if you're there in the moment, it's mob rules, and it becomes survival of the fittest. That is the nature of life. And we are all living. And isn't what we are fighting for in the first place, life, an equal life for everyone and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, and I don't mean to be cliche with that, but like it boils right down to that. So it is just survival. Like Jordan said, there's no moral judgment to be passed on the looting. It's, it can be perceived in so many ways, but when it comes right down to it, it is just survival. Very, very good point, James. The establishment has failed a very large portion of our American citizens, and that's about it. You like your if your establishment that is supposed to be for you, not the other way around, has failed you. Then you burn it to the ground and you rebuild. It's the same thing as a forest. When a forest gets burned down, it grows back even healthy. It's faster, a, a, a faster and life stronger. Life cannot exist without anarchy. And just because our human minds have become so evolved that we think we're better than that and we're past that, you're far from past that. I mean, look at the person that we have elected right now and tell me that we are so evolved. Like, I mean, that's that's what it boils. That's where we're at. That's tear it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, great points from everybody. Um, so, um, as the week progressed and as the protests became louder and they spread more across the country um, and the more voices um, came out, uh, of course, in the, in the sports world and the you know, celebrities and musicians and everybody and uh, you know, everybody on the street, you know, they're showing their support. Um, was like was the overall tone do you think uh, you know proper like as cities as towns as boroughs and everybody as they did their thing i mean what do you guys think of the overall tone and i actually i want to ask jordan again first because jordan if i'm not mistaken you attended a protest yourself and I want to ask you of your experience at this event and, you know, what you, you know, perceived and took away from it. Yeah. So I went to um, a rally protest, whatever you want to call it in Harrisburg last night. And there were a couple hundred people there. Um, a lot of young people, um, all different kinds of people, which I thought was very encouraging. Um, there were, uh, we sort of gathered at the state capitol steps and they had um, speakers, organizers of the event. They had um, elected officials, some come and speak. They had the Harrisburg police chief come speak, which was a bit of a disaster. I don't know if, I mean, you can, you can read stories about it on, online, like the local central PA um, news was all there and they got it on camera. He, he knelt down in front of the crowd saying he was sorry. I was in the crowd. They weren't necessarily appeased. Um, but, but again, like I was there to show support, but I was also there to try and listen. I wasn't going to be the one raising my voice because I didn't feel that it was my, my place necessarily. Um, but it was 100% peaceful. We marched through Harrisburg. Um, like I said, a couple hundred people, chants, signs, no destruction that I saw. Um, and for me personally, it felt good because I think that just showing up to something like that, it isn't necessarily going to be the catalyst to change, but I think it's better than not doing anything. And, and yeah. to me, like the, to me, the baseline has shifted. The baseline used to be just apathy and, and just not caring, ignoring, but to me, that baseline is no longer there. It's been raised. And if that baseline is just, making Facebook posts, posting, which is the smallest thing that anyone can do and maybe doesn't really change, but at least you're trying, showing up to events like that. 
that's to me what I took away from the event. And, and the reason why I wanted to like share it on the internet is I wanted people to see that this kind of organization and, you know, collection of people can get together, try and make change without destroying things. And that's not, I don't want to say that like other types of protests are wrong because again, I'm not passing judgment. All of it matters. It all matters. Everything that everyone is doing matters. And the path to change, to getting better is not linear and it doesn't take one path. It, it takes all kinds of paths to get there. So I was, I was happy and proud to be a part of what happened last night. Um, and that's just kind of, that's, that's what I took away from it. Awesome. Yeah, that was great. That's I loved cool. it. It's, that's it, great to hear what he's saying about him speaking and them not being it's like every everything that i've seen so far you see cops just lined up instantly angry and ready to fight and it's like if you care if you're saying that you care and you're saying that you want to help change don't show up ready to fight show up ready to walk with those people when there have been things. Oh, there's that. been lots. I have seen lots of video of, people, of cops doing that, and that's amazing. That's what they all need to be doing. Um, that's um. Do you have a further point? I didn't mean no, to. No, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, I agree completely with that. I think that there are a lot of people that say there are some good cops, and if this is my opinion, I'm not stating a fact, but the way I look at it is, is that. I wouldn't say that there are some good cops because it becomes there is a such thing as the fraternal order of police. You know what I mean? Like there are it's a brotherhood. They they also concern themselves with themselves. It's a hard fucking job. And there are good people within those establishments. But good people can be exposed to bad situations. It comes with the looting. You know, when your every day becomes your partner, who is a, he, he's really good to you. He's a great dad or whatever. You know, he's a good person. I'm like getting personal. It's totally hypothetical. But he's got that hate and you've seen it. And maybe that with this dude, I'm not condoning anything, but like there is, there are good, there is good in everybody, but there's hate in everybody too. So like within the, that establishment of the the mindset of those who think, well, they're good cops. You can't for, you can't forget that they are just people, and yeah. that it's all kind of fucked. Right. So when it is all kind of fucked, you have to reassess why. Well, and 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 to further to kind of further uh, talk about your point. Uh, with the you know the good cops you know thing yeah there's good cops there can be good cops but it's not it's the system right. that's it's broken that's it right right it's As not it's the system it's the system that allows police to murder unarmed African American men in the street and they get what they get probation. Or, uh, and, then, and then they're not, and then, yeah, they get fired, but then they can go and work two towns over. Right. And nobody says What the fuck is it. that? Right. What the, yeah. And That's, it's a what system the fuck that, is that? You know, it's a system that, you know, if there is a good cop out there and he wants to, uh, and he wants to say something and he wants to bring stuff to light, then he becomes the pariah of his job. So what, you know, I mean, what choice, it's the choice that you give. It's the, it's like it's the uh, turning the blind eye. It's everybody in that system, letting it happen. Right. As a whole, it needs to be, this is what's happening, being brought to the light. It's being pushed in everyone's face right now. And whether yeah. you're accepting that and you're, you know, help, you know, supporting or yeah. like a lot of people, they're having trouble accepting and seeing that and they're trying their hardest to not which is right. what the system does it, oh you know that was just one dude we'll just brush him under the rug no one will ever know but it's it's not just one it's been happening for years and years and right years. 
Yeah. It's nice. It's a good thing that it's coming to light. It's it's um, something that I wanted to kind of bring up just because you know me and Anthony have been we've been friends for a very long time since we were very young. Yeah. And we've always been against the system, tear down the establishment, and we we kind of always wanted this. It's the not not this. <laughs> But yeah, the, the, I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, I, I, I know what he means. And, it, and it's weird when it happens because then all of a sudden, especially now that you're an adult and you're not just an angsty teenager who just wants to burn down the world, it's terrifying. And it's and it's emotional and it's real now. And you when have there's to, sorry, good. when there's little people that, you know, that you have and they got to grow up in the world even uh, it it can be a bit of a jarring thing, and I you know I, I know what you mean. I, I know exactly what you mean. And like when we were younger, you know, it was f this and f that, and uh, and now you got a more you know. I mean, we're all over thirty years old. Uh, uh, spoiler alert! Don't don't, <laughs> fu- don't uh, fucking remind us. <laughs> they uh, didn't know. <laughs> So, but you got to be more, you got to be more conscious. You got a family, you got a job, you got life, you got the community around you. You've got the world to think about and it's, uh, it adds on and, and it is, it's, you know, it's all becoming to light right now. It's good. It's, uh, it needs to, it needs to. Yeah. And, and I'm, even though I'm, it's scary and it's it's a crazy thing. I am all hundred percent in support of everything that is happening. It's 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 yeah. Well, and that's that's something that we talked about a little earlier. Is that uh, the voices have, of the voiceless have gone unheard for so long that what else is going to happen? And uh, I I told James earlier. There's a an amazing lyric from an Enter Shikari song. Uh, it's if we keep them silent, then they'll resort to violence, and that's how we criminalize change. Yeah. And that's why I decided to wear this shirt right now because that that line really hit hit real hard with what's going on in our government, just trying to silence everyone right now, not just a yeah. group anymore. They're literally trying to silence an entire country, like. Declaring a war on its citizens is just. Corey, that's a that's a that's a great segue because uh, the next uh, topic I I think we should talk about is, uh, and I know we all have a very negative opinion of this man, but what of the response of the president of the United States of America? Um, We started out the week where he condemned it, and then he said uh, we will not. Uh, use violence against peaceful protesters, but then he did. Um, They burned down his front yard and he turned off the lights to the White House, which is the most haunting image I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, And we have a, we have some, uh, you know, a coward who's sitting behind a wall and uh, built (laughs) a wall he built and uh, he's not bringing the country together. He's dividing us even more. He is, he, you know, that's the problem. It's, it's the, the, we, there's no unity and uh, there's no togetherness. And it, it's like, it feels strange. And I know the whole year has just been this entire crazy thing that uh, seems very unreal. But at this point in time, I, you know, and I don't know what I was expecting, but this is disgusting to have the president of the United States to basically declare war, to tell governors, do what you have to do to silence the voices of your states. Like, what is that? Like, I, I just don't understand. I mean, James, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, that's... For what you say about the cowardice and the the just general ignorance of 
what should be done. There's, you don't, okay, this is a weird analogy, but you know my mind. People liken him, people who hate him are like modern day Hitler. He's running now. It's the beginning of the war. You know what I mean? He didn't, he started the war and then fucking ran. So there's no, and then to enforce force like that as well, you can't even liken this to it because the, the mind behind it is so dumb. It's like, okay, you get to where here we are. He doesn't like, he doesn't do anything to unify. There's no unity. I can't. I'm sorry, I'm lost. I, I can't even gather a thought on it at this point. It's it's yeah, because it's it's that he, it's that frustrating. There's there's no point. We had the we had this podcast. Like I think back to it. Like cuz seriously, like I said before, I'm not trying to be funny. And I could just rip on all of that with funny and just and liken him to Hitler and make the jokes. But there is no reason to not try to fucking lead. Do something positive. Right. There's there's no, because nothing that you see, because we, it's, it even goes to like media stuff. I'm going to stop because like, I will just rant and rant. I'm like at a loss, honestly, with why, we're even at this point. I can't even, because all I will do is make jokes about how fucking stupid he is. And mm. we can't, you can't do that anymore. Right. Because we know solutions to do things. We can talk about that. But your question on what's my feelings on him is I can't even really wrap my head around it at this point. There you go. Thank you. Thank I think you. it's I think it's telling that he has almost automatically as a first step solely focused on what he is calling thugs and looters and rioters without paying a second thought to why this is happening in the first place and that shouldn't be a surprise to us if you've been paying attention to who he has been not just since he's been president but before Going back to the Central Park Five, taking out the headline in the New York Times full page ad saying we need to put these kids in the electric chair. Guess what? Turns out they didn't do it. Right. And I wonder why he wanted to put them in the electric chair. I'll let you insert your own thought into that one. I won't tell you, but just think about it. So, I mean, to me, this this shouldn't come as a surprise because he's told us who he is this whole time going back to before we were even born. You know, he's been doing this shit for a long time. Right. So now that he he just wants to stay on television, but what's really surprising and shock, excuse me, shocking to me is that a politician, a more savvy politician, even one that held his same beliefs, his same just bigoted beliefs, a narcissist on his level, if they were more savvy, they would at least say something to placate people. They would try to hide it a little bit, yep. even a little bit. Right. <laughs> but right. he can't. He can't even get to there. So I mean, yep. to me, like. Not only is he bigoted and completely backward-minded, but he doesn't even understand the calculus of trying to keep shit together so he can get reelected. He's willing to just try and roll the dice with the 35% of the people here who don't give a shit what's going on and who will vote for him anyway. Well, at least he speaks his mind. At least he's truthful. Oh, yeah. He tell tell you what he (laughs) means. He's rolling the dice with them. He says, it worked last time. Why should I give a shit anymore? Because it worked last time. The best, the best villains in any story can kind of halfway convince you that their way of thinking is right. But this guy is not one of the best villains <laughs> in week, any story we've ever heard. Last <laughs> week, when the when everything started going down in Minneapolis, he he t- was tweeting that he was literally like giddy and laughing about the people that were outside of the White House, saying that he's hiding behind his CIA agents are so good and they're going to keep them out. And if they get in, he's going to unleash his vicious dogs on them and all this stuff hiding until people called him out. So then what does he do this week? He, he 
waltzes out with a with to get a photo shoot and gasses and shoots uh peaceful protesters to, to have a picture taken of him holding the bible like when they asked him they said is that your bible he said it's a bible it's a bible <laughs> it's upside yeah. down Look at me, guys. That was one of the weirdest. That was one of the weirdest, like little ten-second clips I've ever seen. He was probably walking out, and somebody was like, "Here, hold this up," and he was like, "All right." No, he was probably menu for Wendy's. He he was like, he was convinced. That shows that, like you just said, somebody was probably like, "Is that your Bible?" And any other president would have been like, "Yeah." Of course. I read it every night. Like, yeah, yeah. It's someone's. I don't know. It's a it's Bible. Like, oh, it's fucking terrifying, man. It's hey, terrifying back to what you said. Back to what you said, at least he's truthful. Yeah, that's what everybody keeps telling me. That was my joke. I'm surrounded by it, and it's terrifying that I still have people that I care about and love that are very close to me who support this man 100% all the way. Yeah. It's just, it is. Like James it's says. quite disturbing. It, and, it, and it's very telling about the people around you. And uh, that's a great next uh, talking point is in the, in the past week, um, what has been your personal experience with the ones around you and how is everything being perceived? Because I know we all have different people in our lives. And we all have people that come from different backgrounds. And without naming anybody and without throwing anyone under the bus, I mean, if, you know, I mean, I know personally, I work with a lady who um, is, she just, she bleeds Trump. She is all about it and he can do no wrong. And she has, she has a Fox News answer for everything, everything (laughs) that comes up. She has that, she has that Tucker Carlson answer and she's got it clenched in her fist and she's ready to punch you with it. And in, 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 and if it weren't for that, this lady would be fantastic. She'd be one of the best people I'd ever known in my life. But you look at someone like that and you wonder what their, what, what worth they put on a human life. I mean, because that's what we're talking about here. It's but that's human not what lives. they see. That's not what they're right. seeing. Yeah. Like, like I said, it's I, very upsetting. I, I, you know, and, I have very, very close personal people to me that every time I have a conversation with them, they're um, the smarter ones that I would think would finally see the light only ever say to me, well, I don't agree with him as a person, but he's a great, great businessman. He's he's brought our our economy to places that it's never been before and it's better than ever and all this stuff. And I'm and it's just like like you just said, how can you support the person, even if you somehow believe that all that other crap, like it's just, and then you, I have another, I'm getting like everybody that I'm talking about it. If my family watches, they know exactly which one I'm talking about it, which because <laughs> the other one has gone off the rails the other way. And he, um, believes in the QAnon conspiracy or something like that, where they yep. said that, Everything you've ever seen on the media about Trump past like 30, 40 years has been planted to make him look bad. Oh, whoa. So this, this I did, I was unaware of that. That's how, yeah. like, okay, I wanted to say, Mike, I'm, I am mad at you two. Not Jordan, because I haven't talked to you in forever. <laughs> Other than telling you about my love for Kesha now, um, it's, <laughs> she's great, by the way. But doing the podcast last week has—I like to try to turn my empathetic heart off. You know what I mean? And just—I I, know, no, I have. I, yes, see, see, and this has been like years of death, like just me bashing it into the ground. Because I am fairly like that anyhow. So we'll do much more than I'm thinking about things and then we'll look at what we got. Look at what we got. And I'm, yeah. I hate it. It makes it even worse. Like that's what I said before. I'm, I'm angry. And when it comes to 
my personal, your question, my personal interactions, they're not much different for me because I have shut them off. I've kept my headphones on like the last two, three days, four days, whatever, what it would have been like Thursday and Friday and Monday, Tuesday, Monday and today headphones on. It's, um, I try not to hear the idol. I, I work with a lot of people. Um, I don't, I try not to listen because I just don't, you, you guys know me. I'm not one to not. And and in public, I can't, but for me personally, the people I'm close to, I don't really talk to my relatives a whole lot. My parents know my opinion, so they won't even fucking go there. Um, So that's, I guess for me, it's, it's, it's not that much different personally because I, I can't. (laughs) I I just, I, I mean, I can, if I need to, I will yell at somebody. If I have to, if they're personal, but, and I have, I have, I I wish my mom was watching. (laughs) She'd be like, yeah, you fucking don't, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, I have my mom's, fuck you, but not really. I love you, mom. But, (laughs) but at the same time, if I, how many, hey, Corey, how many times have I told you, fuck you? You're always mad at me. How many times have I told you, fuck you? So we know it. It's love and hate. If you love somebody, you hate them too. It's what it is. It's, It's how it is. Yeah. But no, the personal thing I I shut off. <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that the four of us are here talking about this, and we all came from basically the same place, right? Um, geographically, I mean, where we grew up. Um, Knowing the same people, right? A lot yeah, of them, yeah, a lot of yeah. them, absolutely. And I I think that um, I. I go back and forth with thinking if trying to talk to um, whether it's just whether it's family members or friends or acquaintances, whatever you want to call them. um, I go back and forth between wondering whether or not I can affect a positive change when it comes to something like this, or if it's absolutely pointless, because the cynical part of me believes that social media has made it so that what you say on there there's almost no chance of changing someone's mind who believes the opposite direction. And that's really like terrible to concede that point because then it, it basically cements us into where we are and we never have a chance to grow. And I'm hoping that that's not entirely true. I think that some people maybe are still willing to like unlearn and relearn, but I think that that number is very small and the chances of someone who is close to you, who is on the other side, being one of those people is getting smaller and smaller by the day. So I think that it's probably still worth trying to engage when you think the other person is coming from a place of good faith. But it, but absent that, I don't really see the point in just fighting with people just to fight with them. Yeah. So, you know, the people that I truly love that will always be there no matter what they think or what they believe. And I will always be close to them and talk to them. Um, I might avoid certain topics just because it's easier, but I think that it is still important to try whenever you, when, when you encounter someone who you think might be coming to you from a good, from a, from an honest place, I think it's important to at least try whether it works or not. Who knows? One of my, one of my favorite things ever is when I feel like I've met an intelligent human being and I, and they don't think the same way as me, if I disagree with it, I love talking to them about it. And and listen, hearing what they have to say. Yeah. I've always loved that. But like Jordan just said, when, when you've like family members, when you've done that for so long and in your, you love them and in your heart, you would hope that they are, the people that you want them to be, you, you continue to have these conversations with them over and over again. At least I do. I do every chance I get, I have these conversations with them. And some of my family, they've gotten less and less because they've gotten more aggressive and they get more angry when I bring it up to them. Some of them have gotten better. Um, I definitely have really good conversations with one of my brothers who I've never been able to talk to 
throughout my life. And lately we've been having really good conversations and that's, that's like you yeah. said, you got to keep trying because those are the people that you love. And of course you're not just going to dismiss them because I came from the same place as them. I know why they think that way, but I also know that I think the way I do, because I came from that same place and I chose that those were not the things that I should believe. So, right. Yeah. Right. I, I especially relate to that statement, Corey, because like, I don't know. Um, I grew up being like, I guess I don't deal with this now. I wouldn't have to deal with this. I don't associate with these people that it would have, like on a daily basis, I do not talk to them. But I did grow up with this. Like it was, I would be teased. Like this is the amount of, okay, sorry, I'm spitballing at this point, but I wanted to make this point. With people that I interact with, mainly white people, and it's not even people I know personally. I just know them as acquaintances or whatever, as Jordan said. You hear them say things, and you can tell that they're kind of from the same background we are. And I was like a, a joke that was made to me as a kid, like a seven-year-old kid, seven to fucking 13, 15, whatever, would be, Oh, I saw you with your girlfriend. Insert like stereotypical black girl name. Yeah. And it's like, that is disgusting. So with that whole thing, with you said about mindset, with where we come from and you understand, it's not even understanding. It's like, holy fuck. That yeah. was something that somebody tried to make me think was bad. Yeah. And and that's it, like the child level. And that shit still goes on where we grew up. And it's fucked up. And it grow it, it goes on the whole over the whole country. And yeah. that's why it's a really big issue when people say all lives matter when they come to your bl I bleed red, white, and blue. America, fuck yeah. And I don't want to get like to rip on that demographic, but it is a deep rooted thing that people have to fucking work through. Yeah. And some people never get out of that. A lot of people don't. Yeah. Well, True. just because that's the way you were raised doesn't mean it's right. Right. That's, well, that's my it. daddy told me. Well, my, yeah, what, it, yeah, uh, fuck that. There's you two, know, it's two like, very different people. They grow up in this world. It's the people who learn from the mistakes from their parents and the people who go, well, my parents did it, so I'll do it. Yeah, yeah right. you're exactly right. And uh, so uh, closing out, uh, before we end the show, I want to talk about one thing. Uh, I want to talk about what's next. Um, and I want to talk about it in a sense of where do we go from here? Uh, it was... Uh, it was 1968 that Martin Luther King was assassinated. Um, it was uh, 110 cities rioted, causing $47 million worth of damage. Uh, on the sixth day of the riots, they passed the Civil Rights Act of 1968. Do we get to that point? Is there a point where the politicians and you know the ones who are writing the rules say like okay we need to do something um and a legislation is introduced or some accountability maybe all four of the of the officers who were on the scene that day get arrested i mean where are we going to be in a week where are we going to be in 10 years i mean uh, Corey, I want to open it up to you first. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? I have to have hope. <laughs> I have to have some type of hope that, like, that's, like you said, this year's been just fucked, <laughs> like, from the beginning. And we've just been watching it spiral downhill this entire time. And 
I have to have some type of hope that the outcome of what people are doing right now, pushing back for the first time in a while, you know, I heard, I heard an older gentleman say this a while back that the reason that millennials and all these younger kids are the way they are is because they've never had anything to fight for like their generation did. And this is it. Here we are. Uh, they're finally saying enough, enough. And you see in these videos of these protests and stuff, you just see that while there are people our age, of course, and there's some older people, most of them are the younger generations, you know, voting and protesting and, and trying to be heard. And that gives me hope for the future of our country because they are ultimately the ones that are going to be running this shit show that we've created. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Jordan? Um, I also want to try and stay hopeful because I think that that's just part of my new mode of operating that I've told myself that I need to function under. Um, it's always trying to beat back that cynical part in my brain that takes over a lot of times when I think about everything that's happened so far and we're still here. Um, and I worry that this could fizzle out um, like where a lot of central people are still fighting, but some of the ancillary people who have latched on trying to help eventually fade away. But that's just the cynical part of my brain and I'm trying to fight that back. And um, I'm, I remain hopeful too. And I think that myself personally, I'm just going to keep every single day trying to figure out how I can help in small ways, um, showing up when I can, doing what I can. And I think that when you were kind of putting a timetable on it, when you were saying a week from now, a month from now, et cetera, um, I don't believe that this is like a light switch event. I think this yeah. is going to be a, a protracted struggle um, that, that I'm hoping that enough people are willing to continue fighting. And um, with the goal just, you know, it's cliche, but the goal just being justice for everyone in every single way and i love it if you can't latch on to that man i i don't know i don't know what to say to you like if you can't get on board with that get out yeah james um jordan i i wanted to, i'm glad you said about the timetable because for me i i definitely agree that it, unfortunately as hopeful as we all want to be, it is definitely a long and elongated processes process, excuse me. <clears throat> we can't I can't see this being quick without something like Anthony, you said six days of protesting. Because at this point, okay, I'm not saying you know, we all love the meme with like the wish you had it i like i started with nothing when i was the boomer say i started with nothing and then the kid comes back with debt it's like i wish i had nothing to start with in in the past people had less to deal with so movements were a little easier so i feel like all of these protests aren't happening every day it's like Friday. It's like Saturday. And they have been the last couple of days, but no, my point on the timetable is what I see is, do we know, did, okay, I don't know this for a fact. I'm asking a question. Was the fellow whose knee was on George Floyd's neck picked up? I heard that. He was, was arrested. He picked up. Not until he the was video arrested. was released. Yeah, he, he's in so he's in custody he's, right now, and he's charged. Correct. Uh, the yeah. the third degree murder is trying to say okay. that it wasn't. There was no. Okay, so go ahead. I saw that. I did no that proof that his proof knee that on his did. neck was the reason but, he died. But at the but moment, he's charged. he is yeah. in custody. Okay, but so the independent point... autopsy came out last night and said that he died by forced asphyxiation. Oh, okay. So, anyway. okay, so he will be held. So at this point, we can foresee a trial, hopefully, correct? Hopefully. Yeah. This is, this is my thing, and I say this because I didn't go. And as I 
the more I think about it, like I said, I'm angry about thinking about it. The more I think about it, I get angry about it. So if there is a trial, I will very much try to be there for the verdict reading. Yeah. Because if it is not guilty, oh man, that <laughs> that right there, I'm sorry to say it, and this is on the internet. I guess here I am, the the guy, but that's when you do something. And I'm yeah. not going to say what you do, but I know as what a, I, as a parody. But as a parody, I, of as course. a parody, yeah. that's when you do something. Right then and there. I thought that was going to happen when they released that thing with the coroner's saying that it wasn't. I was like, oh, man, don't say that. Please don't say that right now. Where's the the coroner? Right? (laughs) You know, but honestly, that's my take on what is the very next step. Because if there is, if we are a judicial, uh, you know, and we're going to take them to court, innocent until proven guilty. I mean, hey, fine, you're innocent until proven guilty, but we all fucking know you killed that guy. Right. Yeah. We all saw it. You yeah, we had to watch nine minutes of you The entire world yeah. watched that man kill him. Yeah. So if, there, if he's not proven to have killed that man, and, you know, the other three will walk at that point. But at least that guy, no death penalty fucking you get to go to jail that's what i say but if yeah. not if not that's when you do something <laughs> future is uh it's it's something that we all are going to be we're going to be witnessing in the next couple of weeks and, and uh it's i don't think any of us could even start to comprehend or predict what's going to happen no um before we close out the show i want to thank uh, on behalf of the entire Strange Planet podcast, I want to Yay. thank Jordan Hoover for joining us. Absolutely, absolutely. F and A, man. Um, it's been, you know, it's always great to have a nice guest, and it's always to ha- great to have one um, like Jordan, who uh, loves the show, and he brings such a great uh, gravitas to yeah. what we do. Absolutely, I appreciate you guys having me, man. This is, um, you know, this isn't a time really to be self-serving, but it's been cathartic to, to, to talk with three other guys who I can relate to because we came from the same place and who all pretty much share my sentiment and it makes me feel less insane yeah. even though yeah. I shouldn't because we're, just, we're, we're not saying insane things but it makes me feel less insane and gives me more hope that this can continue and I just want to say just solidarity with everyone who's who's working towards this goal who's just yeah. fighting for justice for everyone solidarity that's all i have to say right. ladies and gentlemen you got to keep each other safe you got to keep each other protected you gotta if you're going out to protest you got to watch each other's backs you got to make sure you know don't undo all the hard work that many have done before you keep your, Corey, phone, keep your phones on because yeah. for the love of God, keep man. them yeah. charged. Keep them charged. If, if nobody the sees news it, is not showing what's it. happening. And exactly. if you get on Twitter right now, the world is seeing live what is happening. And yeah. it is. It. I mean, I know it's terrifying to see the undercover cops starting the the the, the riots and destroying, you know, stuff that people things that water and stuff that people have left there for the protesters and putting bricks in the back of their trucks and but at least we're showing each other what's really happening that's out there yeah. and it's available so just if Great. you're gonna do it keep eyes on it. i love it Corey. that's a, that's a great point i'm glad you said that because i would have forgot to but uh you know just be safe out there everybody with everything and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Strange Planet Podcast. We have been your hosts. This has been... Or James. And? James May. And our very special guest... Jordan Hoover. And I'm Anthony Zevitek. Have a strange day. <laughs>